Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there today? Well, I know in the New York area, we got a wonderful, wonderful, nice sunny day. And hey, man, we're here at All Things Basketball Podcast. We're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it going. And guess what? We're on episode 119, people. Episode 119, and the name of episode 119 is Center Stage. The name of episode 119, people, Center Stage. But you know what we do before we get into the the name of the episode or the topic of the episode, excuse me, we got to tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Let's get into this wonderful, wonderful episode. Episode 119, Center Stage. All right. Who does the short season favor? As you know, the, the the NBA is going to have a makeshift short season, six to eight games, and then the playoffs. So who does the um, short season favor? Some people say it's an asterisk to, to, to the season. I don't believe that. Once you put the ball on the court and you start balling, that's what it is in my eyes. And so um, who does the, the season favor? It definitely favors the veteran teams, all right? It definitely favors the veteran teams. But if I could pick one team that this scenario, this whole situation might favor, it would probably be the Houston Rockets. Now, let me give you my reasonings. They are a veteran team. They have a lot of players that's been around the block before. Uh, they haven't had much success in the playoffs but if they come in in decent shape and play the six to eight games, they're a fast-starting team. They're a fast-starting team, and what that means is that when they get on a roll, it's going to be hard to stop them. You know, it's just like a, a, a bonfire. Once it gets going, it's hard to stop. And so I think the Houston Rockets, it'll favor the Houston Rockets. Now, the only thing that could probably happen to the Houston Rockets is that another team uh, that you really have to watch, uh, and they got that bad, bad man, King LeBron James, out there. Now, they could put a halt to the Rockets in the sense of they will be able to slow them down. They have AD in the middle, and if you slow the pace down and get at them on the defensive end, then you could probably beat them. But I'll tell you what, this short season really favors the Rockets. Man, the beard might get one, man. I'm going to tell you. Remember, you heard it first at All Things Basketball Podcast. This short season favors the Houston Rockets. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, they might be able to pull it off. They might be able to pull it off. Like I said, you guys know I'm a big Clipper fan. They're near and dear to my heart. But I tell you what, the team that could really kind of put a wrench in Houston's situation would be the Lakers. Just because of what I just said previously. It would be the Lakers on the defensive end, and it would be the Lakers as far as Anthony Davis 
big in the post. But other than that, it favors the Houston Rockets. That's how I look at it. The question was asked, and so I'm answering it. The the short season like this, it favors a team like the Houston Rockets. All right. Well, as you know, um, the draft date has been switched once again. All right. It was June 25th at the Barclays Center. Now what we're getting is October 15th at the Barclays Center. Well, October 15th is a good date due to the fact the new season won't start until uh, December. Hopefully, I mean, you know, because, hey, with this pandemic going on, nothing's etched in stone. I mean, last episode, you know, you guys know I said June 25th. It's been switched. October 15th, 2020, at the Barclays Center will be the NBA draft. And so, you know, that's what's going on with the NBA draft. At least we have a definite date now because the June 25th date was there. They kept it there. But, you know, everything's subject to change right now. Everything is subject to change. I just hope July 31st things won't change and we'll get ourselves some basketball. <laughs> and, and that's what I really hope don't change because I'm ready to see myself some basketball. It's been sorely, sorely missed. I know as far as I'm concerned, and many, many millions of fans have missed basketball. And so July 31st, they'll kick it off in Disney, uh, you know, six to eight games, and then the playoffs. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. And I like to mention, like I mentioned last episode, if you hit the email button or you get in touch with me on Instagram about training, it can only be personal training. There was a time where we would we would take two or three uh, uh, people out and train together. Group training is what we call it. But right now with the pandemic, coronavirus, it can only be singular workouts. It can only be if you want to work out, you can only work out. If your friend wants to work out, he would have to come in to the gym or the basketball court, wherever we're at, and he would have to work out after you. So it's only singular workouts. And so I want to stress that so that when you do hit me up on Instagram or Facebook and I tell you it's a singular workout, you won't say, oh, well, I wanted to bring my friend. He really wants to work out, too. I'm letting you know the rules have kind of changed as far as our personal workouts. Thank you very, very much. All right. Golden State will get one of these top picks, man. One of these blue chippers will go to Golden State. Now, in my mind, I'm not thinking that they're going to go the guard route. All right. Clay Thompson is really making strong moves and improving, and he'll definitely be back. And so, you know, with the Splash Brothers in their prime, both of them have a good six to seven years to do their thing. I don't believe they'll pick one of these uh, top, top guards because, number one, that guard will come off the bench. Number two, 
one of these guards that's in this draft, or maybe all of them will become all-stars. So then where does that leave the Golden State Warriors? That leaves the Golden State Warriors not signing that player long-term and eventually trading that player. All right, and Bob Myers really doesn't like to trade players that he drafts. That's a very successful move. Most teams should do that. But the Golden State Warriors believe once you draft a player, that player should be on the team long term. All of the teams don't do this, but it's a strong practice of the Golden State Warriors. And so that's why I don't believe they'll pick a LaMelo Ball or, you know, one of these top guards, Cole Anthony, because they already have a set group of guards. And, you know, I mean, even Andrew Wiggins can play a little off guard. You know, a lot of people forgot they got Andrew Wiggins before the pandemic. And so you're not going to get one of these guards. You might get an Anthony Edwards at a small forward, all right, because you'll be able to keep him. He'll be able to learn from Draymond Green and et cetera and all these uh, uh, veterans. And also you'll be able to keep your draft pick. That's the way the Golden State Warriors like to run their organization. They do not like drafting players that eventually they have to trade. And so my idea or Coach Loop's thinking is that it won't be one of those top guards. It'll be more of a big man, a power forward, forward or center. All right. Tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Cat, call Anthony Towns, baby. He's making noise again now that the NBA is back. Well, as you know, Carl Anthony Towns was making noise before the pandemic that he wants out of Minnesota. So out of that Minnesota building, Carl Anthony Towns, their top player, wants out. Um, you know, I don't know if it's the right time to start bringing these things up. All right. And, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, God bless his soul. My condolences to him and his family. He lost his mother to the pandemic. And so, you know, uh, I mean, it's it's a rough time for him, but I think he's also looking at his future. I think he's also looking at being way across the country while his mother was going through these hard and rough times. And so, you know, he wants to be moved. He wants to be moved. Dallas is a good landing spot. Mark Cuban has expressed his interest. He really wants Carl uh, Anthony Towns in Dallas. Woo, would that be a move if they could get him? Man, that would upgrade Dallas's movement so much. But we don't know whether he'll go to Dallas, but he definitely wants out of Minnesota. And so now that the league is resuming, Carl Anthony Towns is resuming his, um, his words that he definitely wants out of Minnesota. And he cites that he feels that the Minnesota Timberwolves organization is um, just satisfied with being good. And for Carl Anthony Towns, he wants to be better than good. He wants to put one of them championship rings on his hand before his career is over. Now, he's a young guy, but you got to start looking. After four years, five years, you pretty much know who you're working for, 
and who you're working with. And so this is why Carl Anthony Towns wants out of Minnesota. Hey, you know, you see the tea leaves, you start looking at the team you're playing for, and you figure out, hey, they don't want to really win. They just want to be good. And so now Carl Anthony Towns has resumed saying, look, I want out of Minnesota. I want out of a Timberwolves jersey and put a new jersey on. Well, we got that AAU profile, baby. We got that AAU profile coming out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, Fayetteville High School just graduated. So congratulations to Sasha Goforth for graduating from Fayetteville High School. And she's going to be on her way to Oregon State, man. Six-foot guard, smooth game can really play both guards, point guard and off guard, and a little bit of small forward. She's an excellent player, man, and can shoot lights out from the three and move it all the way in. She also is an underrated rebounder. You know, she averaged eight rebounds a game. Phenomenal player, Sasha Goforth, man. Sasha Goforth is an excellent, excellent player. And uh, she's going to Oregon State, Okay. And her AAU outfit is WWB Fayetteville. Her AAU outfit, WWB Fayetteville. And that's our AAU profile for this show. Thank you very much. Will the Pathway players get drafted in October? You know what? Um, the Pathway um, agreement was made right before this pandemic. So I'm going to be honest with you. I really can't answer that question right now, but give Coach Luke a little bit of time so I can do my research on this Pathway program. I'm pretty sure. One thing that I do know, if you go into the Pathway program, you're going to have to play some G League games. Now, I don't know if that's after you get drafted or I don't know if that, you know, you play, you get picked by a G League team and you play for one season and then you're eligible for the draft. I'm not exactly sure, but I tell you what, I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to get into my research. I'll either let you know next show or the show after. I don't play around. But right now, I really can't tell you whether the pe- whether the players that are in the pathway program with the NBA uh, will get drafted October 15th. I'm not sure again, but I will let you know either next show or the show after. Thanks for the question. That's a very good question. I really don't get stubbed on questions, but this one I'm stubbed on. Hey, I'm human. (laughs) I'm not a machine. (laughs) All right. With this short season, uh, you know, expect some upsets. All right. Expect some upsets. Again, I told you the the short season favors teams like the Houston Rockets, but let's go a little deeper. The veteran teams that I'm really looking at, uh, it it favors teams more than just Houston. Uh, It favors teams like Milwaukee. It favors teams like Toronto in the East. It favors teams like I just said Houston. It favors teams like the Lakers and the Clippers. It favors teams like Dallas. Okay, those are the teams that you kind of got to take a close eye on, close look at. Um, You know, a lot of people say, man, hey, 
You know, those New Orleans uh, Pelicans might have a shot. They're still young, all right? They're still young. Um, you might see an upset in New Orleans Cup. You might see an upset, but you only see one upset. I don't believe that uh, the New Orleans Pelicans uh, will will be totally ready for this type of season, this short, this short season like this. A young team like the New Orleans Pelicans need a full season, all right? In my opinion, a young team like that needs a full season. Now, again, like I said, they might pull an upset. They might knock off one of the top teams. But that will probably be all that they'll do, you know? And that's a, that's a success for the New Orleans Pelicans. That's a big success if they can knock off one of the top teams. But I really don't see New Orleans making heavy, heavy strides in this short season. Like I said, it, it, it's going to be the veteran teams that this favors, the veteran teams that know how to pace themselves, that know how to go game by game, that know how to do a lot of game managing, management, excuse me, and it's going to depend on the coaches being able to deal with quick turnarounds. That's one thing we haven't talked about. You got to look at the coaching staffs even more when you have a season like this. It's got to be very, very quick turnarounds when it comes to uh, having success in these short seasons, you know, having success. The last time we had a short season, I believe, was, you know, um, we've had a few short seasons, but I kind of liken it to, um, you know, uh, 99, the strike field season. You know, and what I mean by that, when I'm talking about coaches, the Knicks had Nick, the Knicks had Jeff Van Gundy, and the Spurs had the great uh, Greg Popovich. So these guys were very astute in turnaround procedures, turnaround strategy. It took a lot, you know. And as the playoffs went on that year, it was the coaching that really started to prevail. The coaches that could turn around and strategize very, very quick had the most success, but you had to have talent. And so that's what I mean by, you know, the veteran teams and the veteran coaches. You know, the Lakers, uh, Frank Vogel, Clippers, Doc Rivers, all right? You know, um, I mean, Nick Nurse with the Raptors, okay? You got you got guys that have been there, done it before, and that's why, you know, I favor those teams. I really favor those teams. Uh, 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 Mike D'Antoni, Houston, all right? Quick turnaround, quick strategy. And so those are the teams that I'm kind of leaning towards with this short season, people. Tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. It really is for you. Let's do it. And we got the NBA back and the WNBA. They about to shine also. So let's kick into the WNBA, people. All right. As I told you, Kathy Engelbert has narrowed it down to either Florida or Vegas. Well, right now, they're not even looking at Vegas because I think when you started to look at Vegas, you don't want to give any um, 
extra added advantages to any one team. Meaning, the Las Vegas Ace, that's their home. So in all centrality, uh, the Las Vegas Ace will have, you got 22 games, the Las Vegas Ace will have 22 home games. And so they're really kind of leaning more towards Florida than Las Vegas. But you never know. You never know. Just because the Las Vegas Ace will have home court advantage throughout the whole season, I mean, it's an advantage, but guess what? It's a lot of pressure. And so we don't know for sure that that Vegas is ruled out. But, uh, you know, the rumblings that I'm hearing is that the WNBA wants to be in a, a, a warm climate place. And so, you know, either it'll be in the California area now or Florida. It'll be in the California area of Florida. I don't know why you would go to the California area. I'll tell you why. You got the Spark, L.A. Spark. You got the Monarchs in Sacramento. So you still have a little bit of home advantage if you go to that to the California states. So, I mean, you know, I just think, hey, if it's going to be Vegas, let it be Vegas. If it's going to be uh, uh, um, Florida, let it be Florida. But just let it be and let the season start. You know, the NBA is kind of nestled in, and so there's nothing in the WNBA's way to nestle in, you know. You could be in another part of Florida. Florida's a big, big state, all right? Or you can be in Las Vegas. But the reason why they don't want to be in Vegas, as I said a little while ago, is that, you know, uh, uh, they don't want one team to have a total advantage. And that just means the Las Vegas Ace will have 22 games and all of them <laughs> will be home games. And the Ace are good enough. You know, you need to have the ace travel a little bit because they're a phenomenal team, man. They're a phenomenal team. And so, you know, and you got a lot of great players over there. So, you know, that that's the, that's the thinking uh, of what I'm hearing from people at the WNBA's office. They're leaning more towards either Florida or California as opposed to Las Vegas. Tap in, baby. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Center stage, man. Sabrina Inescu, the number one pick in this last WNBA draft, New York Liberty. Let's go, Liberty. Sabrina Inescu is excited. She can't wait to touch center stage, man, and show her ability against all of the other pros. You know, a lot of people are saying, hey, how good is she? Sabrina Inescu's a baller, man, and she's going to come out there out the gate strong when the WNBA season starts. And I'm so glad the Liberty didn't mess this draft up. They picked the best player in the draft and Sabrina Anescu, phenomenal baller. And she can't wait, like she said, she can't wait to touch center stage and show what she's got. 
She's a consummate player, man, and she's always working on her game. She's a phenomenal player, and I can't wait to see her in the Liberty uniform doing her thing. And, of course, right now, she stated she can't wait to get out there and perform against all and test her skills against all of the top-level pros. Phenomenal situation. Sabrina Inescu can't wait to touch center stage. Well, it's been a wonderful show, people. Episode 119. I'd like to thank everybody that downloads, shares, likes, that follows the show on Instagram, follows the show on Facebook. Stay safe. Keep your mask on. You know, protect yourself. Tell your loved ones you love them. And I'll see you next show. All right. God bless.